Fridays, round about this time, is live with Leanne all the way in Delhi in India. Good morning, Leanne. Firstly, what's your reason to be cheerful? That's our question this morning. <laughs> I'm very cheerful this morning. I've just arrived from the airport in Delhi to pick up my best friend, who is no stranger to uh, to the breakfast show and to you. It's uh, Lauren Kansley, the oh. spokesperson for the Cape Peninsula University of Technology. Um, and so she's arrived and she's here to do the New Delhi Marathon with me on I Sunday. I know so. you and, uh, and Lauren are keen runners, uh, but the New Delhi Marathon, is it, is it becoming part of this international? I know there are, there's this growing uh, movement of tourist marathons where, where people travel around the world and they participate in marathons. Is, is, is the New Delhi Marathon becoming one of those? You know, uh, Lester, in fact, for, for India, the biggest marathon is actually the Mumbai Marathon mm. and New Delhi is trying to compete with Mumbai. So it's not as big. I mean, it's still 16,000 only doing the marathon. That excludes those mm. doing the half, the 10, the five and all the other little things uh, around that. So it is quite a big marathon as well. But I would say that they are trying to get on par. This marathon is also the national marathon and it also allows elite runners to be able to to be able to qualify for the Asia Games. So it is quite a prestigious race, but I would say it's not as big and not part of kind of mm. the marathon travel agenda like Mumbai would be, for example. Mm. What makes – have you participated before? I haven't participated in Mumbai, but um, I, I know that Mumbai is very prestigious. And we actually had um, – it, it, took, it took place in January, and we actually had several runners from Cape Town, in fact, who participated in that marathon, but also were pace setters for that marathon. So I really like that kind of cooperation that we have between Cape Town running and Indian running um, that's kind of elevating it to that level that it needs to to be for that international standard. I, I know you're a keen runner, but I also know that that, that you travel a lot. You 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 jet around the world for for all sorts of important uh, uh, business and conventions and talks. How how do you how do you fit running into into your lifestyle? Huh? It has been very hard this time, I must say, um, Lester. Since we moved to Delhi in August, I've done seven international trips, um, mostly back to West Africa. And with the jet lag and and all of that, it's been very hard. So I, <laughs> I think if my best friend wasn't lining up with me on Sunday, <laughs> I may have just actually decided to sleep in. Um, but yes, I managed to get the runs in. I don't think I'm as drained as what I what I would have been before when I've done the Cape Town Marathon, for example. Um, but it's something that is fun. It is a mm. there's just something about the running community, and mm. I wanted to include the story because Cape Town is such a a huge running community, and it's such a huge part of Cape Town society, not just Cape Town. Across South Africa, mm. and uh, so I, I do. I do find the time, but it's very hard. So you know, you arrive at a new place to try to mm. find, you know, where you're going to run the next morning. It is very challenging, mm. but I've somehow managed to do that in places as random as Lubumbashi or Sierra Leone or Burkina Faso. And yeah, it's been it's been an interesting <laughs> running experience. Uh, Leanne, I, I've seen this hashtag on Twitter. I, I didn't go as far as to investigate or, or to click on, but. But mm-hmm. why is boycott Germany trending in India? Hashtag boycott Germany. 
So this is a, you know, it's one of those stories that you've heard about. It seems like an urban legend where at very sophisticated, you know, hospitals in first world countries, you take your child for what is just a burn or something. Um, and then they, the child services take the child. I mean, we've all heard of those kind of what I assumed were urban legends. But so this Indian couple who were working in Germany, they're professionals. Well, the husband is a professional working for a company in Germany. And her mother was visiting. Um, the child was, was, was injured, was burned. The grandmother took the child to the hospital. The child services then came to the hospital and took the child, put the child in foster care, accusing the parents of sexually assaulting the child. It has been a 17-month ordeal for these parents to get their child back. They're very religious Jains. Um, and so, you know, it's the, they don't, they are strict vegans. They've been complaining that while this child has been in foster care, this child has been given meat. And it's a baby. The child is under two years old. Um, and why now that they've been putting pressure, they've been protesting outside the German embassy is because the German chancellor is doing a state visit to India um, from tomorrow um, for the next couple of days. And so they're hoping to put pressure um, on uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi to speak to his German counterpart to try to to do something. They said this, this child cannot be stuck in the system. This child has two parents that, you know, that love her. They wanted to come back home. Um, she can't just be in, in foster care in Germany. It's, it's, it's not possible. So um, that's why um, this hashtag is mm. trending in India and, and then, elsewhere in the world. And then finally, um, 24 hours of chaos in Delhi's city hall. What happened? It reminded me of the, <laughs> I wouldn't say glory days, but of the, the height of the EFF <laughs> kind of creating chaos in parliament. Well, but, we're, we're, so the new... we were not in any, any downward uh, trajectory. <laughs> we're still in the height of EFF parliamentary chaos. Oh, we're still in the height. Okay. Mm. I, I remember when I was, you know, I, I think I, I was in, in the EWN newsroom when it was kind of just getting going. Um, and so I, I guess it's not, mm. there's not been any reprieve. But so yesterday, the, not yesterday, it was actually the 22nd. So they literally were in the house for 24 hours. They started off by electing the new mayor. And in fact, all of the chaos that ensued overshadowed the fact that Delhi got its first female mayor, a 39-year-old dynamic woman with a PhD, um, has won several prizes for for the work that she's done in commerce. Um, but it was overshadowed by the election of six members of the standing committee. There were shoes that were thrown around. There were people trying to create chaos. You know, they were destroying ballot boxes. They were, and it all centered around the fact that, um, that for the mayor and deputy mayor elections, they were able to go in with their phones. But for the standing committee member elections, they were not able to go in with their phones. There was a whole tussle as to whether this was legal or not. But it actually comes down to the fact that the new mayor is not part of the ruling party. She's an opposition um, elected um, mayor. So that is going to be interesting. And I think I mentioned this a while back mm. that it's going to be tough because an opposition candidate will most likely mm. uh, be uh, the mayor. And this is what has actually happened. So there was 24 hours of chaos. They never ended up um, voting for the standing committee mm. members. Um, the House was adjourned at 10 o'clock yesterday Sounds until 10 o'clock today after you know all nights of you know Sounds very much like like a like a like a South African scenario. <laughs> but uh Leander Pasompia, she joins us again next week from Delhi in India for live with Leanne looking forward.